Holy crap. How's everybody doing today? I must have missed the click. Hope you're all doing well. Lots to talk about today. Lots to talk about, including Dr. Phil going on Joe Rogan. We have uh, John Stewart versus Tucker Carlson. We've got uh, everybody's most hated actress, Rachel Zegler, getting an award for action hero, best action star. Best action star. Not Keanu Reeves, not Tom Cruise. Rachel Zegler. You know, for a movie that uh, nobody saw. Did you see Hunger Games and the um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs or whatever the hell it was? I bet you didn't. Action hero. Number one action star in the world we've got um we've got what else do we got so uh, the cps takes away some kids from parents who don't want to trans them it's 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 nuts So let's get right into it. How's everybody doing on this wonderful Wednesday? Shot maybe the worst I've shot in my life at darts last night. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Raven Black Dove, I'll let you know. I'll figure out what's going on for the tea and email my tea customers tomorrow. Jimmy Kimmel out at late night. Now, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel would tell you um, Jimmy Kimmel would tell you that he's just not renewing his contract. But the ratings are so low, so poor, that it seems extremely unlikely. I'm not loving how Barstool Sports is at the top still. It's a little annoying. You have to recalibrate because of not drinking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I ha I've also like, the last two weeks I changed major things on my darts. I had new darts last week. And this week I changed the flights on them. And I didn't shoot at all. So that's part of it. You know, that's, that's definitely a big part of it. I can't believe you stopped selling tea. Well, maybe I'll just bring it back then. Should I just bring the tea back?
Let's get into all the news, huh? It's interesting they choose words like uh, gender-affirming care. You know, that's, that's interesting that they call it that, but really what they're talking about is hormonal therapy or sex reassignment surgery on children. And in fairness, the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Endocrine Society or whatever the exact name of that is, all of the major medical associations have signed off on this, Joe. They've signed off on it. And I have never seen those organizations sign off on anything with less information as to whether or not it does long-term harm of anything in my life. And when I, when I ask about that, when I bring that up, then they immediately label you as transphobic. And I, I thought that the deal was first do no harm. And all of the European countries, you know, Sweden, Norway, they, they've all stopped doing it because they say, we, we cannot say in good conscience that this does no harm. You know, what I, what I find funny is, you know how leftoids are always talking about, how leftoids are always talking about how amazing the European medical system is? Like, uh, uh, we shoot soft tip darts, no metal darts and, and alcohol. I think that that's a general rule. They're always talking about how amazing the European medical system is. And I'm relatively, you know, I don't think the medical, I don't think the medical, I don't think having a surgery should make you bankrupt, but that doesn't make me like a communist. You know what I mean? Um, have you done different flavored tea? Yeah. Like a dozen of them. So I, it's like, uh, I don't think not wanting to go bankrupt for a routine procedure or even an emergency procedure should bankrupt somebody for life. But I also don't subscribe to this like, well, Europe is just better because it's quote unquote free, even though they pay 50% tax. That said, the people that promote this kind of stuff, I think it's weird that they're always talking about how great how great the European medical system is, but then they forget the fact that a, many European states have banned not only gender, quote-unquote, affirming surgeries, but hormones for people under the age of 20. It's, it's curious. If you want to like watch uh, one of these leftoids' brains melts, just say, oh, you know, when they're like, oh, yeah, EU medicine's so great. Okay, well cool if you think that then why are they why did they ban gender transition surgeries i thought that the deal was first do no harm and all of the european countries you know sweden norway they, they've all stopped doing it because they say we, we cannot say in good conscience that this does no harm because it does harm if 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 you look at the long-term consequences if someone changes their mind at 10 11 12 13 years old um, they can't decide which pajamas they want to wear at night. And their reason for doing it is it stops this drive for suicide, that there's a suicide epidemic. It doesn't fix that. It doesn't fix all the comorbid issues that come along with feeling like they're in the wrong body. Um, but yet they're pushing this. And it's we're going to do some shows that are already taped that are 
revealing what the real results of this are. And I think people are going to be shocked that these medical organizations have signed off on this. I think they've just given in to the pressure. Yeah, I just don't understand where the pressure is coming from. Pharmaceutical companies. Let me lay it out in chapter and verse, okay? Proponents of this type of stuff, okay, will say, will gaslight you and say, you're, you're crazy. If, tr- if trans people or people w- with um, gender dysphoria are like 0.03% of the population, why would pharmaceutical companies care so much? They'll just come up with a new miracle fat cure shot that everyone will take. There's way more fat people than trans people. Now, the circle does, <laughs> on the Venn diagram, there are a lot of, <laughs> anyway, um, because if I had a whiteboard behind me, I have a whiteboard over there that I'd like to draw. Like, let's give this a try. This is my opinion, okay? Let's see if I can, okay. I've never done this before, but let's try. It's a, it's a, it's a Wednesday. I'm, I've already shot darts once today. I'm going to shoot darts again tonight. And I'm pissed that the season's over in a week. But let's... Let me just grab this quick. And why didn't that work? That's weird. It's all... Why is it black? Huh. That's weird. Oh, I don't want to capture cursor. That's for sure. Hmm. Let me try this instead. Why is that? Megan Rapino. Um. No. Display two. There we go. Okay. Very large. Let's go a little smaller. Okay. So let's say hypothetically, uh, pre-transition suicide rate is 5%, whereas post is 15%. Trans advocates don't mention that. I actually think the suicide rate, I thought the suicide rate was like 40%. I need the Madden overlay. Yes, I need one of the telestrators. So I could be like, okay, here's where you got the trans person. And Boom, that's where the hormones come in. Then pow, that's where the, okay, so let's, okay, so let's go, aw. Okay, so let's clear this off. So here you have Big Pharma. Oops. Okay. Here you have Big Pharma, right? We're gonna say they're like an evil person, okay? Actually, let's, uh, let's make it nice and Thick. Let's make it big, thick, and juicy. Okay, so this is big pharma, and they're evil in their evil ways. Okay, they already have their tentacles in like everything, right? They have weight loss. They have this. It's just like we always talk about, like um, the money is in maintenance, not in the cure. So you're like, well, I have this group of people over here that I could that I could sell. Uh, drug A2, and it's a group that's like this big, right? And then I have another group that's like 
this big. Okay. But I only make one monies. I make one monies off each individual in this group. And then I make five or four monies off the individual in the, or three monies, let's say off the individual in this group. So most people would think, well, you just, you serve these people with this excess capacity, except what evil pharma says is how do we get more people from here to here? Well, you do that by subversively propping up people like Dylan Mulvaney. You do that by promoting people into uh, transgenderism on TikTok. You, you buy ads, you give sponsorship deals to trans people so that you create a pipeline of, you know, let's say this, this section here of the ball is like the gender confused people. So you pump one money into there to convert them over to get them over here where they're worth three monies. And now you're still up by the transitive property of monies. You are still up one monies. It's the underpants gnomes. So you're still better off converting people worth one monies to three monies if they cost you one money to convert them. So when people say like, oh, that's wild, you know, you know, nobody does, they're not doing like gender ideology stuff. It's literally that simple. Now they have an extra monies that they can then spend on converting this smaller subset of group that's worth four monies. And that's, you know, the next thing that we're going to find out. Wow, those are all terrible. I'm very bad at this. I could do, I can't draw, but I would do better without the mouse and keyboard. So then they just keep pouring those excess monies into converting these low monies people into high monies people. And when you can get, when you can get, by the way, when you can get, these people hooked on your drugs at 12 years old, they're a customer for life. The sugar industry, for example, yes, boss man, makes diabetics, which then need lifetime care, right? So wouldn't it behoove the pharmaceutical industry, in particular ones that sell insulin, to help promote sugar and candy? Again, if it costs them less monies to get more diabetics than, it, than they make by getting more diabetics and they will do that there are people in these like it's the unlimited monies glitch so you have it there are people that do this job you know that literally look at a group of people and say how can we turn them into customers it's what i went to college for right obviously i didn't sell pharmaceuticals but, you know, I sold cars, I sold um, Dish Network television, all through marketing, psychographic, demographic data. That's how I did it. I was very good at it. These are my ideal customer. Here's where they live. Here's which, how much money they make. Here's how many kids they have, right? 
Then I send them a letter and I say, hey, Mr. Customer, we're looking for people just like you. We have an incredible deal. And then they convert very high. It's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing that you would get as a pharmaceutical company. You can't wait for new diseases, right? So you develop them, allegedly. And you release them out of labs, allegedly. It's really super simple business model. And then most people are just so oblivious to how demonic the industry is that they would never think that people went in the, in the 1990s when I was proudly calling myself a liberal, literally one of the core tenets I had was anti-big pharma, anti-censorship. Well, apparently that makes you alt-right now. So big pharma is the one. I, I say all of that to answer Joe Rogan's question. If I was on Joe Rogan, I would have drawn the same thing and said, that's who's doing it. Now, how do they how do they funnel money into people who are genetically predisposed, who are gender confused? Boy, it sure would be sure would be convenient for them if there was a Chinese owned app that sold all that data and let you target based on demographic and psychographic data. Wouldn't it? Sure would be sure would be a useful tool if every social media site on the internet had this database of the most intimate details of people, even people who are underage and could sell it to pharmaceutical companies. Oh, you can't buy ads based on, you can't target somebody less than 13. Okay, true. True, can't buy that data. Can't buy that data, but you can buy data from who they watch. So you say, oh, who are all these gender-confused kids watching? Well, it's Dylan Mulvaney. It's Jeffrey Charles. It's, you know, queer kids stuff. It's this, it's that. And then you just buy ads on those channels. You don't have to target the individual. You just, you just cut out the middleman and you go to where they are. They're on TikTok. If you, Jewel says kids aren't getting their dicks cut off because TikTok. Oh, yes, they are, my friend. They 1,000% are. Are you kidding me? That's where they're getting exposed to radical gender ideology. That's what plants the seed of doubt in their mind. That's where a grown 40-year-old man tells them that they were in the wrong body. Then they go talk to their middle-aged, woke, white mom who has a cup of Starbucks in her hand and says... I'm actually a boy. And then that mom says, that would be neat to put on my social media that I'm a mother of a trans kid. Jeremy, would you oppose prohibiting pharmaceutical companies from advertising? A thousand percent yes. We're the only country other than New Zealand on the planet, on the planet that allows pharmaceutical advertising. Again, I will say America outside of New Zealand is the only planet in our only country in the world that allows pharmaceutical marketing to hit TV. It's not, you know, they're not selling chop your dick off ads on TikTok. 
But that's where the seeds of doubt are planted. That's where those voices are amplified. Whether it's pharmaceutical companies doing it, or it's, um, or it's uh, China doing it, destroying the West. All I, have you ever seen the breakdowns of what the homepage of TikTok looks in China versus the homepage of TikTok in America? Have you ever seen those? Do you know what's on the homepage of TikTok in America? Child groomers. Do you know what's on the homepage of TikTok in China? Math videos. Let me see if I can find. I want to see if I can find some of those images. I don't want to waste too much time looking, but you know. They aren't pushing gender ideology on the front page of TikTok in China, but they are in America. They absolutely are. Maybe someone could find it if you're if you're bored and searching around just listening to me. You don't have a bunch of grown men selling makeup tutorials to 13-year-old girls on TikTok in China. But we have it in America. Robbie Starbuck did a doc about this. The detransitioners they interviewed all said that social media was feeding them trans good stuff and making them feel accepted and nice. Well, yeah, of course. So that's where we, you know, and that's where you end up with, you know, that's how we end up here. 2021, we unfortunately had to become reluctant warriors when our child was removed from our home after DCS became involved in our family life. When our son was removed, it was like someone pulled the rug out from underneath us. Um, as a father, I believe one of my main goals is to keep my children safe. And I can't do that when the state comes into our house and takes our kid because we can't, in good conscience, affirm his transgender ideology. His disappearance made a, a huge hole in our hearts and our family, but we will always love him and pray for him. Our child was out of our home for 17, 18 months altogether, ultimately aging out of the foster care system. We were able to visit with him at his discretion, basically for about two to three hours each week. So again, Child Protective Services took a Catholic couple's child away because they didn't use the correct pronouns. So we pushed constantly for additional engagement, um, attended family therapies. Um, we were never able to have an agreement for additional time with him. So as a mom, having limited access to your children is it's heart-wrenching. I 
I miss his laugh. I miss being with him, talking with him about everyday <clears throat> things, teaching him how to bake, how to cook different things. There's so many things that we are to our children, not just their first teachers, but basically their first loves. And to miss out on that during such formative time. Our number of family and both law and culture. This should not happen. To and by the way, this is not. If this just happened in Colorado last week. Yes, this was in the United States. This was in Missouri. This just happened in Colorado. Remember, I, co I remember I covered it. Was it last week or something? You know, they sent it to Canada. Where they can get their tits chopped off. By the way, the Indiana Department of Child Protective Services claim it's appropriate for zero to eight-year-olds to masturbate. They also say that nine-year-olds will need information on sexual materials. They recommend discussing gender with all ages. Now, of course, is TikTok the sole cause of this? No, of course not. But it doesn't help. I need a live graphics assistant. Yeah, all right. Can you put them in contact with your half Asian lawyer? I think they already have like somebody helping them. Pretty sure. So, I mean, this shit is not happening in North Korea or Canada. You know, we like to make, oh, Canada's woke. It's lost, bro. It's happening in America every week. Well, probably not that often, but a couple times a year at least. They come in, take your kid, chop their tits off, and give them back to you. Now, my guess is there's more to that story. My guess is their kid probably went to Child Protective Services and reported them. That's, you know, my guess is it's more complicated than. You know, CPS just burst down the door. You know. Probably, hopefully. It's rare, but the fact that it is even happening is shocking. Jimmy Kimmel out there trying to pretend that he's quitting Jimmy Kim alive when the fact of the matter is he's got plummeting ratings. The reality is Jimmy Kimmel is no longer as useful as he once was to the Democratic Party, to the pharmaceutical industrial complex. They had, you know, this, this is what most Americans know, associate with Jimmy Kimmel. The number of new cases is up more than 300% from a year ago. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices 
about who gets an ICU bed. I don't, that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... That's... I mean, we... Yeah, that's a conversation that you have to let air out. I want to know why you think the way you think. Him, you know, sit down with Jimmy. Why do you think the way you think? Why would you think that it's okay to say that it's a real simple thing? The people that have been vaccinated, you treat them. And the, the people that took horse goo, you know, rest in peace, wheezy. Really? Is that really how you feel? Like people that are sick from a disease that was created in a fucking lab that was funded by our own tax dollars? That's how you feel like? Those people should just die because they don't trust the government or they don't trust the pharmaceutical industrial complex. What about this report released three days ago? The largest COVID vaccine study just found 6.9% more pericarditis, 6.1% more myocarditis, 3.8, I'm sorry, not percent, 6.9 times higher multiples, seven times higher pericarditis, six times higher myocarditis, four times higher encephalomyelitis, encephalomyelitis, 3.2% higher blood clots, 2.5% times higher for Giambier syndrome. You know, does Jimmy Kimmel have to answer for that? If you were 1%, if you had a 1% chance of getting myocarditis, you now have a 6% chance of getting myocarditis. If you had a 3% chance of getting myocarditis, you would now have an 18.5%. I'm sorry, at 3%, you would have an 18.3% chance of getting myocarditis. That's almost one in five. And I always want to be careful about when I talk about the vaccine because I know that there are people in my viewership that may have gotten it reluctantly, and I don't want to shame them. I don't want to scare them. I don't want, and I'm not like that guy. I'm not like the vaccine guy. My position was always get it, don't get it, it's up to you. I didn't feel comfortable getting it, even though, you know, I was overweight and still am. Probably, you know, if I had listened to what the what the science at the time was, you know, I should have gotten it. Six hundred and ten percent more likely to get myocarditis. more likely to get encephalomyelitis, 300%, 320% more likely to get blood clots. Get this shit in your veins or rest in peace, wheezy. And this is only the beginning. You know what I mean? Dr. Fauci, I am the science. Okay. Cool. Cool. 
all those jobs that forced their employees to get vaccinated. And then you have idiot internet commentators saying, well, it's just easy. Just quit your job. Just quit your job. I sit at home and I, I live in a mansion and uh, just quit your job, fucking loser. Don't get the vaccine. Just quit your job. Well, it's not that simple for everyday people out there whose job they may hold because they need the insurance, whose job they may hold because their husband or wife is unemployed and they're just barely scraping by. They guilted these people, shamed these people into getting vaccinated, put them in positions where many of them did not have the choice. That's why I never understood. I could never, there were several internet commentators in my space that I wanted to make. I just wanted to make a video and call it because I thought it was so ridiculously out of touch. I make YouTube videos. Don't get the vaccine, you fucking pussy. Yeah, okay. Okay. There are a lot of people that got it. You know, my, my parents got it because my dad had all sorts of other medical conditions. He had to get it. If there was even a strong chance it would have reduced the difficulty of COVID, he had to get it. He had no choice. And he had a choice, but you get what I'm saying. Coerced, true. Dishonorable. Did they dishonorably discharge people in the military that didn't take it? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. 100%, Katie. 15 years from now, there will be commercials. Did you get the COVID-19 jab? You might be entitled to compensation. Oh, I guarantee you there's going to be one for the Johnson & Johnson one. I guarantee you there's going to be one for Johnson & Johnson. Like, did you get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? They'll be the sacrificial lamb. Because the second they, could, they, they pulled that shit, they, oh, you can, only, you can get too many Americans where, here's, you want to go real, you want to go real tinfoil hat. Obviously, media matters. I can't, I can't prove this. It's just, I, it's just a thought experiment, just a thought that pops in my head sometimes when I'm thinking about how evil the pharmaceutical companies were. When Johnson & Johnson offered Americans a shot, a chance to get one jab only to meet the minimum requirements of travel and all this kind of crap, right? Get the Johnson & Johnson one time and you're good. That's what most people got who were reticent to get the jab, right? Most people said, well, I don't want to get it, but I'll get, a, a, you know, I have to get it or I feel like I have to get it. So I'll just get this one. But then Pfizer and Moderna came up with, well, you need two. Well, actually, you need four. Five, six. Which one's more profitable? And suddenly, the Johnson & Johnson shot was removed from the market. I wonder why. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying I know for a fact. 
I'm just saying when you think about it, wouldn't that at least be a possibility? Get the seventh Pfizer jab to stay up to date. Oh, Johnson & Johnson said you could only get one? You know, the Johnson and Johnson was also, yeah, not MRNA, I believe. And all those politicians that get, that were getting saline injections, allegedly on camera. Anyway, fuck Jimmy Kimmel. He won't be missed. Now, of course he, he will, he will be replaced. Here's who's going to replace Jimmy Kimmel when his contract runs out. Uh, some English accent person who, you know, hates America and, and uh, Americans gobble it up like horse goo. Oh, he's got a funny accent and he hates America. I like him. <laughs> Maggie just texted me and said, living for this drawing on Big Pharma right now. <laughs> Shout out Mama Maggie. She will be working this weekend, I believe. I wanted to pull... This one. I don't know if I'm going to cover this because Jon Stewart's just such... You know, he's so boring. But I thought there was an interesting... I thought there was, there was interesting take he had last night. This wasn't the clip. This wasn't the clip. Uh, there's this one. And then there was... I accidentally closed these. Here. Okay. Yeah, John Oliver clone. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe literally John Oliver. Okay. Let's talk about this other thing first. A little a little change of pace. A little change of pace. You know how basically everybody strongly, strongly hates Rachel Zegler? You know, the new brown white actress, I mean, snow white actress with eyes, some people say, that appear to be running away from each other. That's the new look in Hollywood, too. The hammerhead shark. That's the new look in Hollywood. For whatever reason, all the actresses that they put out and, and uh, anoint. Now it looks like their eyes are running away from each other, but it might shock you. So she's obviously the weird, weird girl who uh, is a feminist and hates Prince Charming and was so hated by the general public that Disney had to delay. Disney had to delay uh, the movie for at least another year. 
perhaps two years. Well, there was an awards show this past weekend, the People's Choice Awards, in which Rachel Zegler was awarded over Tom Cruise, over Keanu Reeves, to win, quote, Action Movie Star of the Year. Now, take a second and think about even what movie she, that might have even existed. They gave her Action Movie Star of the Year for a Hunger Games prequel that nobody saw over John Wick, over Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible. This is a wild story. And we're going to get into that after a super quick word from this video sponsor. Now, this article, Rachel Zegler bafflingly chosen over Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves to win action movie star of the year at 2024 People's Choice Awards. In a clear example of why the opinion of general audiences should be given very little weight in regards to creative endeavors, rather than recognizing such stellar performances as Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. Now, I will point out, I'm pretty sure Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is uh, flopped. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it flopped. But I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I'm not a Mission Impossible guy. I'm not saying they're bad movies. I just, you know, I just was never a Mission Impossible guy. Anyway, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible, who did all his own stunts or many of his own stunts, Keanu Reeves and John Wick Part 4, which again, just like the Jurassic Park movies, in my opinion, each you can rank the John Wick movies first to you know best to worst in the order in which they were released. The best John Wick movie ever was the first one. The best Jurassic Park movie was the first one, and everyone after it got a little bit worse. John Wick Four, controversial opinion, was not good. It was a fine popcorn film, a fine popcorn film. That was basically wire-to-wire action and no exposition at all, which is my only, my only gripe about it. Now, I think, again, John Wick 4, not the greatest, but way more action, way more um, physical demands on the actor. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, similarly, had to do you know several of his own stunts. Tom Cruise always does as many of his own stunts as he can. But instead, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, a movie, again, nobody saw, won the award. This via, again, bounding into comics.com. As announced on February 18th during the 49th entry to the annual Fan Award show, Zegler's performance as Lucy Gray Baird in Hunger Games prequel film led audiences to honor her with the aforementioned accolade not only over Cruz and Reeves, but also via Viola Davis for The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, Gal Gadot for The Heart of Stone, never even heard of that, Brie Larson of The Marvels, Jason Momoa over Aquaman Lost Kingdom, Chris Pratt for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. At least half of those movies outperformed her movie at the box office, and most of them had more action in them. 
Thank you, said Zegler to kick off her acceptance speech. I love movies. I love making them. And I'm a fan of movies. Wow, deep words. And I'm surrounded by, oh wait, another mention of movie fans. And movie fans who voted, and I'm so thankful to everyone who's ever bought a ticket and watched something that so many people have for so long in the business, I didn't think I fit in. So long in the business, you're freaking 20 years old. What are you talking about? You got shoved down the world's throats in a ridiculous box office disaster, your first film. Some sort of remake of it was a musical. It was a disaster. Lost $150 million or something like that. You got crammed down our throats for Snow White that nobody's going to go see. It will be a, a gigantic financial disaster. And I think Hunger Games did break even. I'm pretty sure Hunger Games, the prequel, did break even or got very close or was even slightly profitable. So she's been in three major movies. One of them lost $150 million. The other didn't make any money. And the third is going to be a two. I will predict right here and right now that the Snow White live action film will lose by two, will lose more than 200 million US American dollars. I'm also thankful. So, okay, I didn't think, thank you, whatever. Okay. That being said, there are so many people that made this movie. I just want to thank Francis Lawrence, our director, Nina Jacobson, our producer, my A camera operator, Dave Thompson, because everything I did in heels. So you're a big action star in heels. I want to thank all these people, blah, 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 blah. Well, Zegler's win is an uh, as, as eye-rolling as it is head-scratching. It cannot be stressed enough that the People's Choice Awards were decided upon based on not any actual technical achievements, but rather the whims of those audience who actually cared enough to go online and cast their vote. So, perpetual losers. The same type of people who are involved in stan culture. As such, it's easy to see how an actress whose fan base is composed of mostly young women, a good amount if not a majority of whom likely know how to navigate the ins and outs of online voting and social media campaigns could win any sort of action-related award over the man who threw himself down multiple flights of stairs for his final outing as the film's title character, Keanu Reeves and John Wick 4, or the man who drove a motorcycle off a literal mountain to capture the perfect scene, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. However, regardless of the voting format by which she was recognized, nothing changes the fact that, as noted above, Zegler's win stands as a stark example of why creative endeavors, whether they be movies, TV shows, or video games, would do best to avoid making key production choices based on the whims of mainstream audiences, particularly those whose attentions are turned into franchises rather than the appreciation of the medium itself. As seen with such films as The Marvels and The Flash, when creative decisions are made with such vocal fan bases in mind, they often end up, if not putting off, the majority of regular audiences who wish for their films had more substance than IP key jingling, whether that be in the form of unnecessary cameos or eye winks to the audience. Great point. Rather, it seems like those films will be treated as subject matter, the medium of choice, and the audience with respect 
that they end up proving not only to be a financial success, but cultural ones as well, as evidenced by John Wick franchise. As of writing, Zegler's next big budget Hollywood appearance is Disney Snow White, and it's currently in post-production ahead of its March 21st, 2025 release. Lord, please let me still be doing this job in 2025 when that movie comes out. That is going to be an absolute, an absolute gold rush of cringe. An absolute, it's going to be bigger than, probably not bigger than the original Captain Marvel run because just the Marvel Cinematic Universe was so big. But it's going to be huge because everyone's going to hate that movie. Everybody's going to hate that movie greatly. I mean, you look at this, Rachel Zegler's unfair treatment is being defended yet again after people started analyzing how Dakota Johnson's energy amid the Madam Wed press tour is being praised. Who is this woman, Layla Mohammed? This is your life, defending Hollywood actors. That's, that's the life you chose. There was nothing more embarrassing than the Madam Web press tour when they asked the star of the movie if she could name a single Spider-Man movie and she couldn't. I can't believe that I'm not making that up. They asked her to name a single Tom Holland Spider-Man movie and she couldn't. She admitted she had never even watched a single superhero movie, yet was cast as the lead role in one. And by the way, Dakota Johnson can act. Yeah, Sydney Sweeting has some delicious sweater uh, puppies. That's undeniable. But, you know, at least she had read the comics. Like, I just don't know who these people are, that it's their job to, to defend these losers. Like, Rachel Ziegler bafflingly, cho- bafflingly chosen over Tom Cruise. They obviously included the painful pitfall she's taken on her brief but disastrous promotional tour. Film, TV, and music awards are jokes. Well, only thing that's a bigger joke are streamer awards. There are so many questions of the People's Choice Awards. Action Movie of the Year, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Fast X, Guardians of the Galaxy, John Wick Chapter 4, Mission Impossible, The Marvels, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, and The Hunger Games won. Literally what? People are stupid. And this is why we keep getting garbage from Hollywood. It's just why we keep getting garbage from Hollywood. By the way, uh, I almost forgot. Huge shout out. Huge shout out to this video sponsor, Field of Greens. I almost forgot, but I didn't forget because I can't forget. Huge shout out to this video sponsor, Field of Greens. It is something I take every single day and I've been feeling much better since I have been. 
couple words from them to share. You know, I, they just wanted me to talk about, you know, my experience. It's literally Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day. I want you on this journey with me. It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. Uh, it's true. I basically like all the flavors, to be honest with you. Um, and it's completely improved my life. This is nutrition the way nature intended it. You know, I feel like I've been sleeping better. I feel like I've had way more energy throughout the days. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable is medically chosen to support health and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you're going to love this product. But if you don't for any reason, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. I've got 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code thequartering. That's one word. That's the promo code thequartering, fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Check it out if you haven't yet. Very little to lose, a lot to gain, in particular, feeling better. Doobie dooby doo. Shout out to my local chat for self-moderating a little bit there. Now. I think when you look back at youth, at, um, at, at people that you used to watch on TV, I know my audience kind of is all over the place in terms of age. Some people are in their, you know, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s. But for me, you know, I remember growing up watching Jon Stewart, for example, or looking at people... Um, Who's that, uh, the intellectual dark web guy that ended up totally embarrassing himself with TDS, Sam Harris. I think you find a little bit as you get older that most of these people are midwits. They're not very smart. They have teams of writers. They're not, you know, they're not intelligent. And most of all, they hate you. Well, John Stewart, who, as far as I know, has never done any actual real investigations. Now, I will say he's done some great work with, um, you know, the firefighters uh, with the 9-11 stuff. I think, you know, I, I must applaud that. But last week, his show returned and he got some criticism. This week, he returned again and whined and complained about Tucker Carlson pointing out that certain areas... In Russia, for example, their subway or their grocery stores were nice. Now, I will admit, I thought it was a little like I know I love Tucker. Okay, I do. But the whole like, wow, I'm in Russia and look how affordable groceries are. Well, I mean, if Tucker Carlson went to any third world country, he would be shocked at how cheap things are, too. Um, so that was like a weird bit. And the whole like, oh, you put something in the grocery cart. I mean, all these grocery stores have been doing that forever. So there was nothing about the grocery store bit that really worked for me. But I think the bigger argument, you know, that he talked about is he said, look at their subway system and how clean it is and how nice it is. Well, Jon Stewart had an absolute meltdown over pointing this out and claimed that our subway system, you know, where people are getting pushed in front of the train every day or where there's needles on the ground, homeless people, this kind of stuff. Um, 
he thinks that he says that that is the simply the price of freedom. You know, the, the price of freedom. Now, I guess I want to go back. I don't know technically to correct my statement on Russia. I don't know technically where they would rate. They're probably somewhere between first and third world. They're probably third world areas, just like there are in the United States. Um, but uh, anyway, I digress. You're in Russia. I'm not surprised that groceries were cheap. You know, I don't know. Certain things probably are. Certain things probably aren't. So John Stewart returned and whined that people criticized him. Now, I will give him credit. He basically does point out a very you know accurate thing in that Joe Biden is extremely old and any idiot can see that. But that's all he said. He didn't criticize Joe Biden's policies. He didn't criticize like Joe Biden's decision making. He just said the dude's old and probably, you know, we should talk about that. He didn't say he shouldn't be president. He didn't say that people should vote for Trump instead of him. He did none of those things. At no point did John Stewart endorse, you know, Donald Trump or any of these things. Welcome to the Daily Show. So he talks about coming back. I'm not going to use this whole clip. Come on. But I don't mind because was universally glowing. John Stewart is facing massive backlash from Democrats over his comments about Joe Biden. Oberman tweeted, well, after nine years away, there's nothing else to say to the both sides fraud. John Stewart bashing Biden, except please make it another nine years. Chris, you notice how now I don't know if. Well, Hollywood News actually did this, probably not John Stewart. They cut off the interactions. Because I suspect most of the interactions on Keith Olbermann's suite were like, wow, a broken clock is right twice a day kind of thing. You know, that, that kind of thing. Um, but they, they, they cut off how, the interactions, how many tweets and, and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's wild. But anyway. Steve Jackson tweeted, sorry, but I won't be watching you either. Maybe not universal. <laughs> but that was on Twitter. Everything on Twitter gets a backlash. I've seen Twitter tell Labradoodles to go f themselves. I mean, that is probably true. That's, you know, that's, that is true. Labradoodles. I just think it's better to deal head on with what's an apparent issue to people. I mean, we're just, we're just talking here. And Mary Trump tweeting, not only is Stewart's both sides are the same rhetoric not funny, it's a potential disaster for democracy. It's one f***ing show! It was just one f***ing show! So essentially, a lot of people gave a bunch of feedback to which Jon Stewart simply said, look, I just said what I saw, right? I get that. So even the Democrats don't, don't care for him. But then he went on to get really mad at... John or at Tucker Carlson for his bit about Russian grocery stores. The difference between our urinal chaotic subways and your candelabra beautiful subways is the literal price of freedom. So in John Stewart's world, in John Stewart's world, 
Freedom means getting stabbed in the subway. That's that's what that's what it is. Freedom freedom means having people like take a dump in the subway. By the way, these are all things that we've seen on the internet happen. There's another there is a there's innumerable videos of people getting pushed in front of the trains every week. So he's mad that, you know, I I admit I admit that you know, the grocery store bit maybe didn't hit that hard, but look at all these articles. John Stewart slams Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, Putin. Does anybody even care about Putin, the Putin interview anymore? It's done. It's over with. There's also this insane claim that is being made by the left, by John Stewart, that I want to address. I wonder if it's, if it's in the clip here. Essentially, John Stewart says that everybody loves Putin because he's anti-woke. And that people on the right are so stupid that just because Putin is anti-woke, that we love Russia or that, you know, that people that, you know, people that commentate on Putin being anti-woke must love Putin, must love, um, you know, Russia. That's, that's not, you know, that's just the narrative that the left is saying, oh, you're, you're all useful idiots because you point out that maybe, by the way, um, I, I can't say, I saw, I, I guess I'll have to double check this, but I'm pretty sure I read, I'm pretty sure I read that Ukraine canceled their upcoming election. I'm not sure if that's totally true or not. So, you know, I want to say, you know, I only saw that floating around on the internet, but if that's true, you know, we're supporting somebody who's suspending their elections. Anyway, if you even if you even entertain the idea that maybe Ukraine is you know, not perfect in every conceivable way, the left is painting you as some sort of Putin fan. I don't I nothing him. I don't ever think about Putin. I never think about him. But what I do know is that one of these people canceled an election, I'm pretty sure. That doesn't seem very democratic. And we're sending them our money? We're sending our money to a nation that, you know, canceled the next election. Think about that. And they're saying Putin's the bad guy. It's perhaps true that both are bad. Zelensky has also outlawed opposing political parties. This is something that John Stewart doesn't talk about. John Stewart opened his monologue on The Daily Show uh, talking about, you know, how he got criticism for talking about how old Joe Biden is, blah, 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 blah. You know, Stewart then transitioned to his main segment of the night, which was former Fox News host Tucker Carlson's interview with the Russian president. Way to be late to the party. Step one, lie about what your job is, not journalism, as Carlson claimed. And what your duty is, not to inform people other, as Carlson claimed. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. Then he writes, ah, or he said, ah, disguise your deception and capitulation to the power is noble and moral. 
based in freedom, Stuart said. I mean, the idea is, he goes, Stuart then goes on to say, here's the reality. You effing know all of this because you aren't as dumb as your face would have us believe, Stuart continued, addressing Carlson directly. Perhaps if your handlers had allowed, you would have seen that there's a hidden fee to your cheap groceries and orderly streets. Ask Alexei Navalny or any of his supporters. Well, I mean, again, watch how Jon Stewart now claims that if you have a problem with you know, Ukraine, if you, if you say anything but Russia universally bad, you are some sort of Russian bot. Stewart theorized that it's because the old civilization battle between communism and capitalism has shifted. Quote, now they think the battle is woke versus unwoke and that in that fight, Putin is an ally to the right. He's their friend, he said. Unfortunately, he's also a brutal and ruthless dictator. So now they have to make Americans a little more comfortable with that. I mean, liberty is nice, but you have you seen Russia's shopping carts? Essentially outright saying that Tucker Carlson is working for Putin, you know, to, to make America like Russia or something. Here's what I'll say. I think if you can look at what Putin is doing to, you know, journalists held there, political prisoners that are held there, what he is doing to a ballerina who donated $51 to a fundraiser. I think most people can look at that and think, you know, Putin's probably not a cool dude. All right. Most people are probably pretty aware that I think most conservatives, even people who watch Tucker Carlson would rather not talk about any of this. Nobody wants to give a damn about Russia. Let them sell their oil and stay out of our business. I'm sure that, you know, because of now, you know, you know, he could have went about this fairly, but he isn't interested in that. He's just, they're all afraid of Tucker Carlson. I did not watch. You tell me what you think. I did not watch the Tucker Carlson interview with Putin and think, wow, that's a cool dude. I really like him now. I think it was like, okay, he's probably just saying his side of the argument, which may or may not be true. But at least we hear it versus hearing from Zelensky, who is a crook. You know, being an authoritarian generally is is not, you know, rocking with the, you know, progressivism. But again, I'm not here to say he's good or bad. I'm just saying I'd like to keep my money in the United States. And I would like it if people like Jon Stewart wouldn't like communist jacket, any, you know, Putin jacket, anybody who says, hey, the guy should have a, you know, he should be able to tell his side. But that's what the media does. Oh, if you, if you watch the interview, you, you must support Putin. I don't support Putin and I don't support Zelensky and I don't want either one of them getting my money. Is that crazy? John Stewart returned after nine years away just to do the same crap bidding for the DNC that he did when he was in the, in, in the seat in the first place. Everyone's going to move on. You watch John Stewart's ratings will, will go back down. People will move on because it's the same old crap. I don't give a flying F about Vladimir Putin. But I also don't, 
I don't buy this idea that like, oh, the price of freedom is having people stab you while you're trying to uh, board a public transport because you can't afford your own car. I, I just, I, I'm so, like, it's so, I thought maybe John Sear would have a little bit of objectivity, but no, he's, he's cool just coming right back on TV and doing the exact same crap he was doing before. Shilling for the Democratic National Party, shilling for, um, you know, the idea that if you dare speak out against Ukraine, then you must support Putin. This is reductive, low IQ arguments. Right. Other than the almost hour long history lecture, it was interesting to hear what he had to say. That does not mean I take it at face value or believe him. I, that's perfect. I agree with you, Knight's Oath. I agree 100%. And I feel like there were people probably that, you know, already are you know, have a, a side that maybe it I'm the, the weird thing is like, I'm not anti-Ukraine and I'm not anti-Russia, but only one side of this is stealing my money. So it puts me in this weird position. Zelensky also murdered a journalist. Zelensky murdered an American journalist, Gonzalo, Gonzalo Lira. But John Sura won't tell you that. Oh, and you missed my other rumble rant towards the beginning of the show. Oh, shit. Sorry, Lord. Dr. Phil is based AF. Met him once. Very nice guy. Also, when I lived in Texas, one of these places I lived was the house his wife grew up in. And it was on an episode of the show when I still lived there. That is cool. <laughs> John isn't totally wrong. Freedom has risks. But the problem is that we aren't free enough to shoot somebody for trying to shove someone out of the tracks. Yeah, I, I wonder um I wonder how often that would happen, you know, if people were allowed to defend themselves. He's only there because the previous host did such a terrible job peddling propaganda that no one believed it. I'd agree with that thick. Big agree. How's everybody's uh Wednesday going? I hope it's going well. Uh, Joe uh, says, don't worry, Jeremy Zelensky isn't stealing as much of your money as the defense contractors. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's got their hand in my pocket. I really appreciate everyone uh, tuning in today. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, um, all I ever ask is that you help me on my path to 200,000 followers here on Rumble. I'm live every single day at 1 Eastern. So I started about an hour and a half ago. If you haven't yet, please click that follow button so you get notified when I go live. But also don't necessarily wait on the notification. Just know that I'm 1 Eastern or shortly after I'll be here. Also, if you enjoy the work that I do here, sifting through all of the stink and filth that the mainstream media puts out there, try to de decipher what is true and what isn't true 
If you appreciate me interacting with chat, hanging out with you all, actually reading what you write without you having to pay me, you can pay me for $5. You don't have to, but for $5 a month, you can join my locals. There is always a co-stream going on on locals right now. I see everything you write. My locals members writes. I see Brian in there. I see Mickey Knox in there. I see Zex in there. Julie, uh, Panzel, Raven, Black Dove, um, many, many more. It's five bucks a month. You don't have to do it. All I ever ask is that you follow. But you, if you are in a position to where you want to support the channel, we do members only extended streams, members only videos. I actually uploaded a video. <laughs> Uh, what did you, what did the basement members think of my, I did a tour for a members only video. I did a tour of my dog's snack drawer. What did you guys think of that? I know it was short, but I thought it was kind of fun. So if you want to support the show and you want to get some exclusive content, it's five bucks a month. It's less than the price of a cup of coffee. Or if you do the annual, you get two months free. Please do consider clicking the basement or join or join the locals, which is right down here. I would greatly appreciate if you joined today. I think I, let's see. Let me see if I can show that. I'll show that video since everybody on the, in the locals has already seen it. I wonder if I can, let's see. Let me see if I can sh share. Wait, I'll show you all right now just a sample of just how, you know, let's see. Source, display capture, okay. Eh? When you have three German Shepherds, you've got to always keep them entertained with various things of course you've got to have a back supply of toys because they wreck everything and then you've got to have all your dental equipment ear cleaning equipment and then your cat hey ruby what'd you get that. some new inflatable balls for them to wreck in a day or so and hockey so it's not always hard hitting extra content that I upload there, but I try to like, you know, I try to give you some extra stuff. This is a classic cope for no kids. How do you know I don't have kids? Maybe I'm not like one of those internet weirdos that have to put their, you know, that have to post every little aspect of the, of their life on. By the way, if I had a dozen kids, I would still do the same shit for my dogs and cats. That's like a weird cringe thing. The people that do the no kids thing very often don't have kids. In my experience, and usually have anime avatars. Great cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't open the drawers and take the stuff. No, they, they're pretty good. 
You don't look tired enough. I don't know, dude. I am pretty tired. Here's an interesting story. I don't know if you've been following this story about a particular YouTuber who is now facing 60 years in prison. 60 years in prison. YouTuber, YouTuber Ruby Frankie has been sentenced up to 60 years in prison for how she treated her children. Six months after being arrested and charged with this behavior, former YouTuber, she was like a, a family YouTuber, uh, like a fam mommy vlogger, I think. I never, you know, I don't watch that content. It doesn't appeal to me. But um, yeah, speaking of weirdos that post every aspect of their life online, for some context, Ruby shares six kids, Sherry, Chad, Abby, Julie, Russell, and Eve, with her now estranged husband, Kevin. She formally offered parenting rights on, uh, she for formally offered parenting insight on her YouTube channel, the channel Eight Passengers, with videos sparking controversy numerous times over the years. This via BuzzFeed. Last August, Ruby was arrested and charged with six counts of ex you know treating her, treating her children terribly. After her youngest son escaped the home of her business partner Jody Hildebrandt, while emaciated, malnourished. With open wounds and duct tape around their extremities. After the little boy approached a neighbor for help, cops found another one of Ruby's children who was also malnourished at Jody's house, too. Jody was arrested and charged with the same counts as Ruby. Four of Ruby's children, who were minors, were ultimately placed in the care of Department of Child and Family Services after she and Jody were arrested. I'm surprised, I don't know why the dad wasn't around or I'm not sure the, you know, the legal, I don't know, like the legal stuff, why the dad didn't have the kids and why he, they didn't go to the dad. Maybe it'll say later in the article. A few months later in December, Ru Ruby and Jody pled guilty to four counts of this bad behavior and a bunch of horrific new details of her case came to light. Per her public plea agreement, Ruby admitted to doing terrible things to her 12 and 9-year-old who suffered severe emotional harm. Her son was forced to do physical tasks outdoor in the summer for hours and days at a time and was sometimes made to remain outside at all hours of the day and night for extended periods of time, which purportedly resulted in the kid having serious sunburns that ended up blistering. Now, if your sunburn blisters, it's extremely bad. Now, this person is still on Instagram. This, the Instagram isn't down. Uh, oh, people going, it's still on Instagram. Why is not Instagram taking it down?
Anyway. Both Ruby's son and daughter were purportedly denied food and water and isolated from others after the little boy once attempted to run away and he was forced to have his hands and feet bound when with Ruby further admitting to kicking him while wearing boots and cutting off his oxygen by covering his nose and mouth with her hands. The plea agreement states that Ruby tried to convince her children that they were evil and that what she was doing to them was done out of love because they needed to repent. During the hearing, which was streamed live on the Washington County's 5th District Court website, Ruby was given four consecutive 1 to 15 year sentences. That means she could spend between 4 and 60 years in prison. Her business partner, Jody, was also given four consecutive 1 to 5 year sentences, also 60 years. Ruby broke down in tears after hearing as and apologized to her kids and recalled her distorted version of reality. For the past four years, I've chosen to follow counsel and guidance that led me into this dark delusion. She said, my distorted version of reality went largely unchecked as I would isolate from anyone who would challenge me. To my kids, you're part of me. I believed dark was light and right was wrong. I would do anything in this world for you. I took from all of you what was soft and safe and good. Well, I would suspect that this person had some sort of mental illness. I'm guessing one of them was, yeah, um, Ruby was very smart to pretend to be remorseful. That's 100% true. And like what's wild is, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's nuts. I don't know if she was dating this other, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't know. Was she dating this other woman? It seems like a lot of these family vloggers and type and types have some sort of deep secrets, not all of them, but you know, I think it doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person if you're a family vlogger. Okay. But I do think that there are some people who are more than happy more than happy to kind of exploit their their young kids um whether or not you know they want to put them on youtube channel or youtube page or whatever i suppose as a parent that's her right to do that um i think i'm all for you know tough love and you know making kids do work and stuff like that but um i'm not a fan of duct taping their hands and feet and there were many more details that you know, I'm not talking about here that would go through and that would come out during court. You know, banning them from their bedrooms, canceling Christmas and threatened to, to remove the head of their daughter's stuffed animals. Um, you know, I don't really know. This feels like, I think that this isn't the first time that you've had somebody, you know, that we've seen somebody like in the news who was doing this to their kids where they ended up having to escape. And I, I feel like there's another, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I feel like there was another case not that long ago where the kids weren't fed. And I was like looking at police body cam footage, watching this cop talk to like a little kid who had escaped the house through a, through, through a window. 
I'm not sure that there's a lot you can say here that would justify this woman's behavior. Many of the things, you know, many of the things she did may have just been like tough parenting, but there are also many things that were just way, way over the line. Now, the husband filed for divorce after the arrest and expressed hope that both his wife and his, her girlfriend receive, would receive maximum sentences. But where was the husband during all of this? I, su I, I suspect that he was not living there, not around. I don't really know. You know, there were a lot of people that didn't like you know, there were a lot of people that didn't like this individual, didn't like their content, but obviously they're, they've got some deep, deep issues. Far more than just, you know, exploiting your kids. Now, they did have 329,000 followers on Instagram. Are they still releasing posts? Oh, this was in August of 2023. Of course... Everybody flooding the comments now to saying this aged poorly. How jail is feeling right now. Maybe y'all can be cellmates. Ruby and Chody have been arrested. I don't know. I don't know. This is not, uh, you know, th this is not exactly tough parenting. I don't know where the dad was. I suspect there's an answer to that. There are stories about, you know, pouring honey with chili powder on open wounds. There is all sorts of other vile, vile stuff, terrible, terrible performance or uh, behavior that, you know, got outlined in the trial that these articles aren't covering. Some of the articles are almost like, oh, well, she did a few bad things. No, no, no. They did terrible, terrible, terrible things to their kids. And... I'm not exactly even sure if it was relating to the YouTube thing. This person was just like a psychopath and, you know, got the dad out of the house somehow. I don't know. Um, you know, the dad was told allegedly, you know, if he tries to you know, intervene, they were going to make up lies about him. So yikes, big yikes, big yikes. Hopefully they get the max. Hey, easy on the cap locks, Elijah. I can't tell if you're memeing, but I don't think that, I don't think dying on this woman's hill, the, the hill of pouring chili powder in your kid's open wounds or duct taping them, I'm not sure that's the hill I would want to die on, dude. This isn't one of those weak lib kids moments. This woman was an actual monster. I'm not, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that, uh, I, I hope you're memeing. By the way, last time for one last time, make sure you check out field of greens. I absolutely do love this stuff. Take it every day. Literally one scoop a day. It does taste great. Um, I, I really love most of the flavors, to be honest with you. You got to kind of just try what, what you like. For me, I just do my scoop and I just, you know, drink it quick and get on with my day. Um, but 
I've definitely found that I've had more energy throughout the day. Feel like I'm sleeping a little bit better at night. It helps with digestion, things of that nature. But Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable is medically chosen to support the heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you're going to love this product. But if you don't, for any reason, they'll give you a 100% money back guarantee. I've got 15% off on your first order. If you haven't tried it out, give it a try. Um, and just see how you feel. Get a pack and you know take it every day for a couple weeks and see how you feel. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Link's also in the description. Promo code the quartering one word. That's promo code the quartering fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. How's everybody uh, otherwise feeling? Say great crowd out there today. 4,500 people. Really, really happy to see all of you um, live. Is there a story I missed? I ordered some of that new dark roast. Yeah, you're going to love that stuff. The, our new dark roast is ridiculously good. This stuff, the Silent Night dark roast that I sell, it's, it's easily my favorite. It's easily my favorite. Like, it's not even close. Just delicious, delicious stuff. Oh, what's going on here? She's two years older than me. You went to high school with her? I've got an American Stratfordshire mix who can absolutely destroy all the tough toys made for aggressive chewers. I get her in less than a day. What do you recommend? I recommend, they're not cheap, but um, elk, real elk horns, uh, or like moose antlers, those are pretty strong and uh, they last, for me at least. Plus, they love getting that marrow out. Yeah, this is the the silky, our new dark. We had a dark roast, which was already 568 five-star reviews, 4.9 out of 5. But we rolled out this silky ultra dark roast, and it's redonkulously good. It's, in, it's just so much better, in my opinion. By the way, promo code the quartering. If you like dark roast, try our try our silky ultra dark roast. I'll put a link in the description. It's stupid good. It's really, really good. You have elk antlers in your backyard? Dude, pick them up and sell them because they, they're very expensive. Is there any story that I missed that you wanted me to hit today? I think I basically got everything, right? I think. Alex Jones. <laughs> There's a link in chat. Somebody get that done. Somebody report it. The bourbon coffees are one of our best sellers. Yeah, for sure. Assange. There's, I didn't see a big update with Assange. What did I miss? 
I must have missed it. The Chipotle boycott. Yeah, somebody got written up for not using proper pronouns. I think that's bullshit, right? Let me look. Is there a, is there a boycott going on? That'll be an easy boycott. I, I don't, I'm not a big $25 burrito guy. So it should be pretty easy to. Oh yeah. Yeah. King of Biltong missed today, huh? I'll give him a free one because I'm going to go eat some, some Biltong after, after stream. Do you like your coffee? Like you like your Zegler? Well, <laughs> that would be two diverging flavors going in other ways. A trucker NYC boycott. I mean, it could it could do sting. It could it could be great. They need more people though. Tomorrow Assange news. Yeah, right. Here are the boycalls. There are boycotts. Let's talk about that. Yeah, even though the King of Biltong wasn't here today, I'll give him a free shout out. Check out landofbiltong.com or antonusa.com for Biltong. I eat it every day. I highly recommend his Wagyu, like Biltong. It's, it's a different kind of jerky. Imagine if beef jerky was a little fattier and not as dry. That's basically what it is. And what's a promo code he gives? The Q, I think. Promo code the Q. Yeah, the promo code T H E letter Q, one word for f what is it? Free shipping. Yeah, everyone knows. The, everyone knows the. Everyone knows the the bit. Let's check this out. Well, it looks like we've got another Bud Light situation or another big call to boycott. This time, it's Chipotle. Now, I don't know about you, but from what I've seen on the interwebs, Chipotle basically sells $15 burritos. That, for me, isn't, isn't something that's going to be hard to boycott, especially given there are... I, you know, many good, uh, Mexican restaurants around my house. In fact, one that's just 10, 15 minutes away had ate there yesterday for the first time. It was very good. Got a burrito. It was very good and far cheaper than, uh, far cheaper than, um, anything you get at Chipotle. Well, it looks like they made an oopsie. This oopsie is sponsored by meta PCs. It's the computer I use. It's a computer I recommend to my friends and family. They have custom-built computers. They have some good, better, best options that I put together with them, including the Ultimate Rig, which is pretty close to what my new computer is going to be, uh, which is coming soon. Um, they've got financing. They're veteran-owned. Promo code the quartering, link or link in the description when uh, you're ready for a new computer. Nick Adams, parentheses, alpha male, is taking the fight to Chipotle. 
don't really know who this Nick Adams guy is. I apparently he's on Twitter a lot. Um, recently, a college student working at a local Chipotle posted on Reddit that his employer wrote him up for accidentally misgendering a trainee. The trainee claimed to go by they them pronouns, unbeknownst to the college student. Nick Adams responded in fury. Well, again, Chipotle will be extremely easy to boycott. I remember there was a time when you used to go to a place like, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm a big double meat guy. There's a soundbite for you. But there used to be a time when you had, you could go to Chipotle or you could go to Qdoba and you didn't have to order double meat. There are times now that I have to order triple meat because I'm not a big, like, I don't like beans and stuff like that. So if I get like a, like a burrito, it's like triple chicken, light cheese, hot mayo. And that's like $18 for basically two chicken breasts and a flour tortilla. He writes, I am done. I will never eat Chipotle again. Their guacamole isn't even that good. Well, none of these places guacamole is that good. It's all made ahead of time. You got to get a fresh tableside guac. That's the only way to do it. Any company that writes up their hardworking alpha male employees for accidentally misgendering someone will not receive my business. It's time to boycott Chipotle. Well, I think that, you know, it was probably already time. Doesn't Chipotle seem to always have some sort of issue with lettuce E. coli breakouts and all this kind of stuff? It wasn't that Chipotle. Am I, am I misremembering that? I feel like there was some like constant issues where Chipotle were getting, was getting shut down. Maybe it was a different chain where they had to like issue out all these coupons because nobody wanted to eat there because people kept getting sick. I'm not sure. I think it was Chipotle. Just got a write-up for accidentally misgendering. Yeah, that I think, yeah. It was like E. coli every other year, like nonstop. And I'm like, well, why would anyone go there? They And by the way, I'm not going to explain it to you, but look up how this stuff gets on the lettuce. And, uh, you know, not proper washing and how it gets there in the first place, all that kind of stuff. So I, 23-year-old college student, have worked at a Chipotle for almost a year now. And I guess, and I would say I'm known for being pretty friendly, I guess. But I was recently training a new hire, someone I'd never met before in my life, mind that. And as I'm showing them how to set up the line, I say, oh, bro, we never move anything without gloves. And they snapped at me and said, my pronouns are they, them. Use them correctly or don't talk to me. Well, I feel like these individuals are in for a extremely difficult life. If anybody were to talk to me like that, I would simply say, I'm not going to talk to you then. And anyway, by the way, bro is not gendered language, just, you know, to be specific. As I take a step back and go throughout my day without speaking to the little ish for three hours into my shift, my GM pulls me into the little office saying I've been reported to him 
by the little ish for misgendering harassment and that his hands, his hands are tied and I have to receive a full write-up. Like, I'm not tripping, right? Or should I just quit because WTF? Top comment, Chipotle's meat will never touch the back of my throat again. Bro and dude are culturally non-gendered terms. This is how these people out themselves. You know, I, I think like, Whenever I want a thick Mexican burrito, I go to an alpha alpha male named Roberto, not Chipotle. I mean, that's the thing. Like, dude, it's so easy to just never eat Chipotle again. It's so easy. Their food is garbage here. Their food is like, if you go to Chipotle or Qdoba, you have no better options. I don't know if it's a Wisconsin thing, but even for being in like, you know, in the middle of um, white, you know, most cities around me are like white on rice and a paper plate in a snowstorm. But we always have great Mexican restaurants. There's probably a dozen of them within a 20-minute drive of where I live. Why would I go to some chain? By the way, the people that work at these Mexican restaurants actually care. And the people that seem to work at Chipotle and, uh, and Qdoba... Um, first of all, are not ever Mexican, it seems like. Um, and second of all, they're always the worst, most insufferable people I've ever run into. They hate their jobs. Adam's boycott threatens a serious, serious business in the online world. Last year, he launched a boycott of M&M's for introducing feminist candy. Nearly 14 us million users watched Adam's issue be addressed about the state of M&M's brands. Sources tell Nick Adams that M&M's has struggled to rebound financially upon losing members of Adams' movement. We can neither confirm or deny said report, but understand Nick's sources are solid, so no. Later Monday, Adams' alpha male appeared outside a Chipotle store, standing in solidarity with the alpha male whom the restaurant punished. Over 1 million users have responded. G'day guys, Nick Adams here outside Chipotle. Chipotle? Chipotle has gone woke. Chipotle embodies the worst of the DEI woke BS in our society. Today it emerged that a 23-year-old alpha male was written up for apparently misgendering some person he was training. Well, alpha males stand in solidarity. Then why'd you buy the burrito? He still bought a burrito. Nick Adams. This will not stand. Qdoba and Moe's are a million times better than Chipotle anyway. Not really. The boycott, boys, begins right now. Oh, that's why I bought it. <laughs> oh, Chipotle. Future Secretary of State. Deport Chipotle. Yeah. De the Adams boycott is already providing profound, proving profound via Adams' own research. Conservative Americans everywhere launch a boycott on Chipotle and their stock has already tanked. What?
I don't know about that. CMG stock. Whoops. CMG stock. Oh no, look at that. Down down. Now, it's wild that their stock is $2600 a share. But it is down 2% over the past 5 days and starting Friday you actually see a pretty significant drop. Shout out to Nick Adams Alpha Male. I'm all for it. I mean, that's why I use, you know, if you ever used um the Veebs app. By the way, I'll shout out Veebs too. This is um veebsapp.com. If you use code 4444, so 44s, when you download it, you get a free trial. And this is an app you can put on your phone and just scan stuff in the store. Um, you have a UPC scanner. You can look at value-based scores so you can see if a company is woke or not. Uh, you can see, you can prefer brands filter. You can build shopping lists, brand substitutions. It's actually a great app. So if you don't have Veebs yet on your phone, get it. And when it asks you for the code, when you're setting it up, use promo code 4444 and you'll get a free trial on it. I'll put a link in the description as well. But uh, yeah, if you're not using Veebs yet, definitely use that and uh, get your, get, put the power back in your hand. Not the sticky DEI burrito. Love it. Love it. I was not expecting him to sound like that. I, I was not expecting him to sound like that. <laughs> so, another great day of beautiful people. 4,500 people in the chat right now. Give yourself a pat on the back for being awesome. I really appreciate you tuning in. I'm live every day from 1 Eastern till right about now. So if you haven't yet, please do click the green follow button underneath the video so you get notified. If you don't have a Rumble account, create one. Get over here. We do this every day. We go over all the latest news. I read your chats. I hang out. If you want to support me by joining my locals, you can go to thequartering.locals.com or click the basement right here and join the basement like Mickey Knox did, like Zex did, like Cool Guy Customs did, Brian, Raven Black Dove, Zex, um, and many, many more. Hope that you do. It's five bucks a month if you want. It's the price of a cup of coffee. It's cheaper than a Chibotle burrito. And I would greatly... Jake Hudson also became a monthly supporter. Thank you so much, Jake Hudson. It goes miles and miles and miles. Hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll see you here in 22 hours. Check out the locals. The chat will continue over there. People hang out over there. And we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, uh, I saw you, hold on. Going Postal 1975, read my chat and I'll join the basement. 
better do it. I see you. You see, I see you uh, going postal. I better see you over in the basement now. Yeah. Uh -huh.